Hello, Miss Fit. Hi, Miss Fitz. Welcome to morning meeting for Wednesday, March 25th. Ooh, wow. How's it's, it going? It's going pretty well. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm having some tech issues here. Okay, uh -oh. I'm good now. <laughs> you have tech issues then for the rest of us, man. <laughs> How about for yourself? You know, I'm having a much better day than yesterday. Oh, I think I'm learning that, you know, you got to be here for the ups and here for the downs. And I'm a big believer in feeling the downs when they come. And yesterday I was, I was down. And then when I woke up today, I was like, okay, I felt it. I'm going to move through it. And today I'm going to be in a different place, but I have started journaling. Oh yeah. I need to do that today for me. I just, I got really tired for some reason. So I decided to take a nap. Ooh, but a nap is always good. I've been yes. taking a lot of like Epsom salt baths. That's been really good. Mm -hmm. But I saw online that some kids are starting to journal because this is a historical moment. I mean, it's something that's never happened before. There was a kid that was like, I had read the diary of Anne Frank and if she hadn't kept her journals, we wouldn't know anything. And so he said, I don't think I'm going to be the next Anne Frank, but I'm going to have my journal to remember what happened. And I was like, what a great idea. So I've been I've been journaling a little bit every day to say, this is what's happening. This is the way. I think I'll be glad to have those journals later. Good, good. Do you want to give the answer to our riddle from yesterday? Okay, so our riddle was, I pass before the sun, yet I make no shadow. What am I? The answer is the wind. That was a tough one. Yeah, for sure. Rigsong, you stumped me. <laughs> I did not guess it. I had to Google it. <laughs> How about you? Did you guess that one? I did not. Thank you, Rigsong. That was, that was pretty great. I do have a joke for you today. Okay. What do you call a prehistoric monster when it sleeps? I don't know. What do you call a prehistoric monster when it sleeps? A dinosaur. Oh. <laughs> All right, I, I give you, I give you that one. Yes, I love picturing a little T Rex with like a blanket pulled up over it sleeping. <laughs> oh, I've got a lot of ups and highs and good stuff to share today. Excellent. First, this was like an up and a down. Was it? I logged into Seesaw this morning, which I mentioned yesterday is one of the platforms that our students are using to connect. And up in the little box on the top, it was like, "Welcome, Sarah Fitzhenry. You have one thousand six hundred alerts." Oh like, my goodness. Uh. <laughs> because I teach every student in every grade and I get an alert every time somebody posts something. And so I took a little screenshot of that and sent it to Ms. Matheson, our technology coordinator. And I was like, so your plan's working. I'm going to live on my couch now. <laughs> so I've been enjoying going through those seesaw things and communicating with everyone, but man, 1,600 today. And another, another high point is that a lot of students are practicing letter writing, which means I've been getting letters and postcards in the mail. I just got one today from Virginia. Virginia, thank you so much for your sweet card. They've had drawings to pick up a book from a family today, and there was a beautiful note attached to it. So seeing that kid handwriting and seeing kids filling out envelopes and using stamps and learning those life skills, I really love that. That's nice. Yeah. How about you? So I got to sit in a computer science class in the upper school, uh, you know, virtually. One of the things we've been doing is, as a computer science department, kind of just rallying together. So all the classes up there are doing not exactly the same project, but the they're all going to have art to share afterwards, which is really going to be cool. There's going to be the, the art gallery from all the things they made. But they were sharing their highs and lows. And listen to these highs. 
uh, they're cooking, they're reading, they're walking their dogs, they're sleeping in, they're being at, you know, this virtual classroom, seeing everyone, uh, being able to be more independent, mm. uh, being back at school. I'm doing air quotes in the air. <laughs> so these are the highs. And I was like, wow, that is pretty amazing. It um, is. Their lows were things like being bored, having tons of energy and nothing to do with it, sports mm. being canceled. I just felt like, wow, that is the way to look at things. You know, yeah. their, their outlook was very inspirational to me. I love hearing that teens are celebrating having time to cook and to read and right? to walk their dogs. I know. It's, it's amazing what, when you have the time, you realize the things that you like to do. And, and that's, I was meeting with a couple of upper school readers yesterday and for Renaissance Reader. And our chat was so nice about books that I got a text this morning that was like, hey, can we do that again? So we're just going to meet every week to talk about what we're reading with people that enjoy reading books. I feel like conversation and letter writing and cooking and walking, like these things are coming back and regaining popularity because you can only stare at your phone for so long. Right. At least but I can. But you also have to have the time. Like there's not all these demands on our time now, which, you know. I wonder whether that will be a kind of a permanent change. It'll be really interesting to see. It will be. We have an online and an offline resource for you today. Yes. So can I, sh I'll show the online one first. Yeah. It's called Mouse Open Projects. And it's this organization that does a lot of computer science education for teachers, but they've taken some of their favorite projects and put them in this little choice board, I guess you would call it. And they're just a lot of fun things. There's doing some 3D modeling with Tinkercad, which is a free tool. There's a, being a 8-bit pixel artist, doing something with Scratch, maybe even taking a deeper dive into designing a mobile app or using JavaScript, uh, stop motion animation. Just lots of really fun ways to create online because of course, one of the ways you can be more productive with your online time is actually creating and not just staring at a screen. Yeah. I know I'm doing a lot of consuming. You're the one who taught me the difference between creating and consuming online. And that's something that's really clicked with me that has stuck with me. And the last week or so, I have really realized that the more I consume and the less I create, the worse I feel after mm -hmm. my time online. Yeah. And so I'm definitely going to take some time to play with these mouse open projects to get myself back into a creating mindset. Because that's what creates balance online for me, at least. And I think maybe for other people too, is spending some time consuming and spend some time creating and making sure that I'm adding something to it as well. Yep. Do you have a favorite? I mean, I love doing pixel art now. I think that's a lot of fun. I think, you know, doing anything in Scratch, I love. You're so, so good at Scratch. Yeah, but it just takes practice, you know? I feel like you and Cullen are like the Scratch masters. <laughs> <laughs> and what is the activity you found? Or activities, Ooh. I guess I should say. So I stumbled on this one. It was shared on my social media page and it's from We Are Teachers. And the headline says, this principal's list of things to do during COVID closure is going viral for all the right reasons. So I was very curious about that. <laughs> and I wasn't sure what to expect, but when I went to the webpage, it has these really cool low-tech hands-on like learning the way it should be kind of experiments and activities. So this is 
a principal suggesting things that he thought would be great for kids. And some of my favorites, graph the types of birds that frequent your yard or windows. So when you find the bird, kind of Google what it looks like and the sound that it makes and make a graph with that. Be completely silent for 60 minutes and then write about the experience. When would kids have done that last? We just don't live in a world where there's 60 minutes of silence anymore. And that'd be something completely new. Build a fort out of blankets and chairs, camp in it all day while you create stories to tell your family over dinner. If you do that, please send us a picture. I love, learn Morse code and use it to communicate with your siblings through walls and floors. That's so cool. Alphabetize spices in your kitchen. There's one about charting the times that different liquids require to turn solid in the freezer. I mean, I want to do all of these. I like and the paper airplane one. Yes, there's, and there's things that kids can do on their own or families can do together, depending on the amount of time that you have. And the suggestion was at the top of the page was do one every day to get you through the next six weeks. But I could see some of these being multi-day things where you build on them and some doing three or four in a day. It reminded me of the kind of things that I used to do when I was a kid. We did not have the internet or computers for the first however many years of my life. And I did a lot of playing outside and eating dirt and rolling down hills. And <laughs> that's what this reminded me of. So it's one of my favorite resources I've found so far. And we'll make sure to link it on the resource page. And then that's going to be our challenge, right? Yeah. Pick one. Do Morse code or alphabetize your spices or make your fort. And we want to see which one you liked. Take a picture of it. Send it to us. Yeah. And if you haven't been watching the Padlet or the Instagram, there's some really cool stuff that's showing up. Just got our friend Cullen on there doing some yoga with his dog, Meatball. And it's so cute. Little Meatball. That's a perfect name for Meatball. Uh, we got a really great new drawing from Jude. Padlet has been filling up and it's been really neat to watch the different challenges coming in. As we say every day, any challenge, any day, it doesn't just have to be the one that was for that day. Yeah, it's a real pick-me-up. We also just added a Facebook page, so that's another way to communicate with us now. Yeah, I didn't know that was going to happen. I got a surprise email this morning. <laughs> I, I just oh. made it happen. <laughs> All Miss Bitch. She was like, you know what we need? A Facebook page. Um, but it's good, because I do share a lot of stuff on Facebook, so now I'll have a place to put it. Yeah. Ooh, speaking of Facebook, that's where I found our extra resource for the day. I have to come clean and admit that I have not been a great hand washer for most of my life. I am not a germaphobe. My mom is, and I don't know if that's why I'm not or what, but I'm a like rinse my hands for a couple of seconds and then like flick them and wipe them off on my jeans kind of person. Mm -hmm. I am not anymore. I'm learning. <laughs> One of my coworkers, Heidi Bennett, posted a video that she had used to help her son understand how to wash his hands properly. And I watched it and I was like, oh, this is how you wash your hands. <laughs> so this person has rubber gloves on and they put black paint into their palms and you watch as they do the hand washing techniques that we see and the parts of the hands that aren't covered in paint yet and the different things that they have to do for all of the parts of the hands to be covered. And I, I'm normally not much of a visual learner, but something about this video, every time I go to the sink, I see those gloves. I see like the black paint on my hands and I'm just washing my hands like a champion now. Great. All right. And we have a riddle. Yes. All right. You're the riddler. Oh, I'm the riddler now. Ooh, mm. I have a new title here. Okay. <laughs> what has many keys, but can't open any doors? So the riddle is what has many keys, but can't open any doors. After our tricky riddle yesterday, I did not get any guesses on our riddle yesterday. 
So I wonder if this one, if we'll get more guesses on this one. Yeah, we'll have to see. Mm -hmm. You got a lot of stuff to do today. You got a new joke, a new riddle, some uh, mouse open projects for CS online, a viral list of things to do during school shutdowns to do offline. Got that cool video for washing your hands. You can check out what's on the Padlet. Yeah. Hey, you know what I decided we need? What? We need a better sign off, you know, like a cool sign off. Do you have any ideas? <laughs> no. I know. Okay. Maybe we'll think about it for next time. Oh, listeners. Do you have any ideas? What do you, what do you think we need for our sign off? I'm not above singing <laughs> I will, or I guess you can't see my dancing, but I would dance if that's what we needed. So send us a cool sign off and maybe something to start. Yeah, too, that'd be good too. We need to strengthen our, our branding. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Help us out guys. <laughs> In the meantime, see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Have a great day. Okay. Bye.